This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to the beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? Can I tell you this? Let's start with confession time. Okay, confessions? Let's, let's start with confessions, okay? Okay. This We'll call this the Usher Hour. Okay. One, I am very excited because tonight I've decided I'm going to do a face mask. Okay, that's a confession. <laughs> that's not a confession. Too. That's okay. Not, that's, oh, this is an excitement. This is an excitement. Pre part. the confession. One, I just want to get this out of the way. I am excited. I have all these face masks in my house and I don't utilize them enough. Okay. And tonight I'm going to do that. Nice. I'm going to watch Selling Sunset. I'm going to put on a face mask. Amazing. New sheets, Selling Sunset, face mask. You got new sheets. I meant from the wash. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, from, from, from the pickup, drop-off service. Nice. That's, that's a good Monday night. One of my – one of the, the best luxuries that I have is doing drop-off service. Okay. For laundry. Not having to do my own laundry is such – it's such a breath of fresh air to not have to go – into switch from washer to dryer. It is really. I didn't do it for years, and it's great. It's so you know. It's why? amazing. I I'm one of those dudes. I wonder if this is you because you have the washer dryer in your house. Yeah. I'm one of those dudes that I'll leave my wash clothes in the washer too long, overnight, and then they'll get that stank. Yeah. And I've I got to rewash. I've done that. You're getting the rewash. I've done had to do the rewash, and I already am like some of these clothes. I don't know how many times I want to wash because I know. It, they're like expensive clothes oh. or like. I try to buy one shirt and wear the shirt a lot, but if you're doing that, you gotta like keep it. You gotta treat it well. Like I, these fancy shirts, not, you gotta treat well. And I'll be throwing them in, then they smell. Can I tell you something? Yeah, they're not treating my clothes well at the. Uh, the top I know of they're office. not. They're not. I know my they're not well. either, but I don't think about it. But yes, I don't. Th- <laughs> Back see, in the day, I wouldn't think about it. I would just only send. I'd be like, ah, oh, it doesn't smell that bad. I'm gonna send it this time. They yeah. were efficient at this place. Yes. Okay, well, the dryers have got to be like shrinking. Every it has to be like industrial dryers that they could dry a ton it, of clothes at one time. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the shrinkage that will be happening. I know, and I know because. Because I know because I feel shrinkage in not, not like shirts, but like socks. Yeah. Also, I, they do this sicko thing. Well, My drop-off service does a sicko thing. They, You know how they, you pair socks? Yeah. They pair socks by the three. What? I know. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's wild. Isn't that? Every time I look at them, I go, who is this for? They're wrapping three socks together and giving it to at me. At that point, don't do any. I know. That's weird. And I was like, oh, I, in my head, I saw it. I go, oh, I must have had like an odd number. And then there was another three of the same pair. They're all the same sock? I now only rock one sock. I threw out all my other socks. I only rock one sock at all times. That's a, that, that is an incredible move. I think that's smart. Dude, it feels... I kind of did that, but I did the dumbest version of it. I did the dumbest version Why? of it. Why? What'd you do? I got the same sock yeah. in two different sizes. Oh, no, Rob. So now I have this. No. If I've made, I did your idea, but I made it harder for myself. What are you doing? Because now they're all the same, but one's a, like a medium large and one's a large extra large. Oh, God. What and I have, so I have 40 pairs. I know I got to 
but I'm now like three years removed from that, and I think I might just toss all the socks toss and start them. over. Can I tell you this? I know it's not great, but I just use Amazon Essentials. Okay. Oh, for the socks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got Hanes mask, like same shit. It's the same. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same nonsense. You know, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. want to pretend like probably coming from a similar factory. Yes. If we're being real. But I did. I just have all the same socks, and they pair them by the threes. That's wild. They pair them by the threes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I had a what's conf- your confession? Yeah, I had a confession. What is that? I uh, I was shaving my face this weekend. Cool. I have a electric buzzer. I do my buzz. I do the buzz. Okay. I was doing it, no shirt on. Okay. And I noticed some of the. I don't have a hairy chest. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I got a couple strands here and there, right? Yeah. Um, one time, one time I grabbed him. I go look at my hair, and like three pulled out. I got so sad. Okay. Because uh, that's a few of the good men. You know what I mean? Okay. When the movie Three Hundred, when five of them died, they go, "Damn, two ninety five. That's what I'm feeling. Okay, with, with my these three hair. chest hair. When I lost those three on the pole, I go, I'm never touching these again. So I was shaving, no shirt on, and all of a sudden, the the hair starts landing on my chest. Nice. And then I start purposely putting the hair from my face face on my chest to see what I look like. With chest hair? With a lot of chest hair. And I'm in the mirror, and I'm just looking at my body with chest hair. I'm just, I'm just going like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm just like literally flexing, no shirt on, in the mirror. I mean, this is why I don't bring the bong in my room. Really? <laughs> this is why I mean, I, this is wild. You yeah. just want to be tough? I don't know. I got, but it's, I got I'm like my, seeing I, chest hair, and I'm like, damn, if it continues, I might have to get it waxed. Oh. <laughs> I'm the opposite because I'm just starting to get chest hair at 30 years old, 29 years old. No, man. I, I guess I got high and I had to shave and then I'm shaving and I'm looking at my chest. I'm like pretending I'm Wolverine. Wolverine. That's who you want to be. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You'll take any superhero, I guess. Are you just looking for in on any superhero? No, I think who's the guy that plays Wolverine? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's got some tremendous range, man. Yeah, he's great. What are we talking? Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. Have you seen his body? He makes Broadway seem tough. He does make Broadway seem tough. Yeah. You know what? There wasn't like, it's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go see Broadway tonight. You know, I'm to Wolverine. He's doing a play about the States. You know, who <laughs> yeah. knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you seeing tonight? I'm seeing Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. The last time a, a, a dude like that felt comfortable going to Broadway was when Jersey Boys came out. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is. I feel like guys. The Jersey Boys. What are we talking here? We're gonna yeah. go. We're gonna. Me and my me and my lady. We're gonna go get a nice dinner. Then we're gonna go see Jersey Boys. You know, Frankie Valley sings high, but I fucking like that shit. You know. I do feel like guys from Staten Island have decided that it, it's still tough to go to a Broadway show. It's class. It's class, yeah. Maybe that's, that's what, it, what is. it is. It's class, not necessarily tough. Because guys, the most toxically masculine dudes from Staten Island will go to a Broadway show. Because I gotta show a good time. Yeah. Because that's what it is. I took her. I took her out to the city. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Taking her out to the city that date night. We're yeah. Going to, yeah. Yeah. We're going to Saudis. We do a prefixed. Yeah. So I don't even gotta worry about what we're spending. I 100%. already know. I'm going in. I know the tip before I hit the door. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I already planned for. I got my spot hero. So you know I got the garage. Yeah. 
Most people, when they go to the garage, they tip on the way out. Me, I walk in, I slip him a five. He already knows what's good. My car's ready to go from that Broadway rush. Yeah. Like, this is the type of people. <laughs> it's funny because, like, a popular person, a popular adult from the suburbs, if they have a good day in the city, I don't think the, those business owners realize how much business they might have just gotten themselves. From the car place to the coffee shop to the place you go get dinner this is next to, points. to the place like every single aspect because people from the suburbs don't go to the city a lot and if the one popular person in their friend group has a good day they'll go to the same exact yep. garage they'll go to the same exact it lunch will spot become a tradition it doesn't even have to be good it could be horrible <laughs> yeah it could be horrible yeah and it could be horrible every time yes but because mikey said it was good the yes. first time it's done yeah or it goes yeah it's convenient you know i like the guy there a hundred percent and here's the thing if someone from the city if you're nice to a person from the suburb yes. and you treat them like they're special there you got a customer for life absolutely for life <laughs> which is so funny they'll go down to where you like some shitty pizza spot in the village if you just have a good interaction and they'll bring it up people will come back and <laughs> it'll be wild and they'll bring it up to everyone yes that lives in the city like yes. oh of course you must you must go to Venezio's on 9th, right? <laughs> no, absolutely no not. There, bro. No, no one no, goes there. Not at all. It's so funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know what? So you go there. You go there there's a, a pizza place. There's a Sparrow's on 44th and 8th. <laughs> yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> yeah, just because the one guy will be nice to them. I know. It's absolutely amazing. And then they all have to go. Yeah, it is. The people's relationship to the city that live in the suburbs is always funny. Yeah. Um, but I've always thought about that. People underestimate business owners like popular people. Like not on a celebrity. Like they get it on a celebrity level, but almost you could do more damage of like the president of the PTO came into your PTA. restaurant. PTA. PTO. Yeah, PTO yeah. is personal time off. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was the president yeah. of the PTO. <laughs> the PTA. Hey, I run personal time off. I think. <laughs> Come to me. I'll tell you how to relax. <laughs> I think in my town they changed it from PTA to PTO, like per parent teacher organization. It was so. Like, I think they had a rebrand at one point. Maybe it started at PTO, but I don't know. There's no way. Maybe not. There's no way. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just making There's shit no up. There's no way. There's zero chance. Um, it's always PTA. I've never heard yeah. PTO anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No. I saw a weird video about talking about going into places that about like how to demand. I mean, my TikTok is so fucking weird. Man. Okay. How to demand respect when you walk into a place. <laughs> demand. <laughs> how to go into a restaurant and make them show you respect. Okay. This is what you're getting. This is what I'm getting. All right. What is this advice? Don't walk it. The, their advice was don't be friendly. Okay. Their advice was literally don't be friendly. Okay. They go, people, important people aren't friendly. Yes. Which I guess is true. They go, walk in, wear something nice, like not too, not like flashy, but just classy. Okay. There's a difference. Yeah. Like flashy, you're wearing chains, jewelry, necklace. They go, wear a blazer, nice pants. Okay. They go, walk in. I don't do any of this. I know. Well, neither do I. Okay. I think this is for, like, L.A. people. They go, valet the car. They go, make sure you clean your car before you go there. Valet the car. Walk in. When when they go to the counter, 
to the uh, um, host the host stand. Don't be like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, we got a reservation for two. Um, Canelli, right? Don't do that. Just walk up to the host, host stand. This is horrible advice. I know. This is horrible advice. <laughs> horrible. I know. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, oh, continue. Dude, dude, I've been getting the wildest shit. Okay, okay. Okay. You go up to the host stand and you go like this. You go, Canelli, two. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then they go, who is he? And oh, they don't. They don't care. Th- this is the advice. I'm <laughs> okay, getting. okay. This is the advice. Rudeness means power. Okay. Is is the big That's the advice. Yeah, yeah. This is me- <laughs> advice to men from Taylor's oldest time. Yes, that the ruder you yeah, are, yeah. the more powerful. Asshole it equals seems. good. Asshole equals good. Yeah, this has been a taught to us forever. Asshole equals good for men. Like what? <laughs> to me, but it doesn't work. I, yeah, it depends on what you question. want. All the movies that I love. All the stars of every movie, every hero isn't an asshole. I know. This is what I don't get. Who? Because assholes don't write movies. (laughs) Yes. But I'm saying like who at what point is it like the asshole has to be like, no, we're stronger than Hollywood. We need to tell you this. Uh, I mean, assholes are making TikToks. Yes. Assholes run a corner of TikTok. I I, I would imagine. Toxic man. And YouTube. Andrew, T- oh, yeah, for sure. Bro, I saw a video that said the reason why cornflakes were invented was because the creator of cornflakes thought little boys were jerking off too much, so he made them food that would give them less testosterone. That's insane. <laughs> this is what I'm getting. This I'm is getting insane. Things. What are they like? Super religious? I don't. The I creator have, of cornflakes? I have zero clue. But it's literally like they're telling. Who gives a shit? I'm if on the boys the side, are jerking off. I'm on the side of TikTok that's telling me that cornflakes make you have less testosterone, so boys don't jerk off. This as is much. the worst side of TikTok for you specifically to I be know, on. I know. Why are you addicted to it? I don't know. I can't <laughs> get off of it. It's so bad. I don't want to be there. Yeah. I'm lingering on stuff I want to be on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, people don't. Isn't that the most insane fact you've ever heard? The cornflakes thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I guess I'm not t- super surprised. It like can't a lot be of things real, were. Right? I have no idea. I would imagine not. But a lot of there's like the prevention. Christian, like all of this yes. like control in the 50s of like the fam. Like it was like crazy, crazy. The propaganda. Like it's bad still to this day. Like, I guess we had, like, a 10-year period where it kind of slowed down a little bit, but it's back, A, and B, it was always, like, like we're going to make cornflakes so to de-sex people. That's wild. It's – they the, they work so hard to make people not want to masturbate. Yeah. There's, like, this whole, like, propaganda, don't – we can't let people masturbate. Okay. Why not? I have no this idea. is why I what I don't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not let them masturbate? Yeah, I don't know. Because you won't do anything with your life. life what do they think? How long does it take people to masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> it takes twelve minutes. I know. What are you gonna do? Even if you do it three times a day, it's yes. a half hour. I know. What are we talking? We that, that's literally an yeah. episode of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Like, what are we talking? It's yeah, that's wild. Truly, moments. Yeah. But they're like, no, we need to stop people. I guess I think it all came back from like, I mean, they didn't they didn't want you to masturbate so you would have sex with a person. Okay. So you'd be more motivated to have sex with a person so you would procreate and have more children. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like the origin of it okay. all. And we have to like move forward with time. Yeah. We just have to move forward with time. Some people are 
less children. Some or not even necessarily that. Some people are hornier than the amount of people that want to have sex with them. Yeah. So like, what? Get it out. Like, even if you yeah. were fucking, I'm sure some of these people that are masturbating would be having sex all the time if they could. Maybe, but some people are, are hornier than the demand is for them to be having sex. And you know what I want those people to do? What? Jerk off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's the best thing. Instead they of trying do. to come up with schemes and who, who knows oohs and ahs yes. about trying to how they're gonna have sex, just jerk off. But so there's low T. So don't. Don't be eating cornflakes. Yeah, I'm I mean, t- I'm this worried is, about you, yeah. bro. Okay, I, don't I'm, be I'm eating good. those cornflakes. I'm not eating cornflakes. Okay, but uh, well, the frosted flakes are good. Yeah, tricks, tricks are for kids. Yeah, look, they're trying to get you. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to make sure tricks are for kids. You'll never masturbate when you eat tricks. Yeah, they're trying to get you, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't really eat cereal like that. I guess this it was is, just like sugar. I don't know. Well, this is why I'm trying to do a whole revamp, and tonight I'm doing a mask. Okay. This is why I, I I gotta get off this. Yeah, yeah. I think that w- this is terrible advice, though. The be an asshole. Me too. I also think like now, anyone can take a video. Like people want to catch you being an asshole, and I think likability goes such a stronger force than anything. Of like, oh, that person was nice to me personally. That goes such a, a longer way, I think, than pretty much anything. Of like, or if you made them laugh, X Y Z. It also makes you feel good. Also, people don't care as much. We're in a bubble, which it's nice to always be reminded that we're in a bubble. But people don't care as much about celebrity. Like, people have the people they like. Every person has maybe three to five celebrities that they care about. Of course. And then that's pretty much it. So no one cares about Tom Hanks. Exactly. No one else. Yeah. So it's like if one of the non-celebrities that you care about... You're nice, like is nice to you in a random setting at a valet, at a restaurant, X, Y, Z. And then you see them, something good happens. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. I, that person was good to me. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be like, oh, that person's an asshole forever. They're not going to be like, oh, they, I respect the shit out of them because they didn't say a word to me at this restaurant. This like, is this is for people that are non-celebrities to f- have that. To want to feel like yes. what they have some kind of. But I still don't think. I don't know. I, I still don't think it goes anywhere. I think it's like, oh, if you're nice to them, they come back in. You know what I mean? They're nicer to you the next time you come in. I think this is a, a, fa- a false fallacy of, like, getting respect. Do you know how good it feels? What? To make someone else feel good. That's the best feeling in the world, I think. Do you know how the feeling of making someone else feel happy I'm addicted to? I think that's the best feeling in the world. And also, I, if you, like, talk about manipulate, like, it... It is opens people up. Like if you're trying to be this toxic asshole, like whatever, do it through kind. You get further being nice. Like that's <laughs> what. Like if you're trying to be this what a, crazy what a psycho, spin per- on this but I'm just Robbie. saying. Like if you're like what? I don't understand that strategy at all. Is what I'm saying, of like being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like even I. if you're trying to do some weird mental gym, like just be fucking nice. Like it goes a lot further. Um. But it's wild. People don't also don't give a shit as much as you think. I saw my friend last week. And my friend, he was in the closet in college. And now he's like out living his best life, which I'm very happy for him. But he came to visit me last week. And on the <laughs> way over. say he was in the closet and now he's living his best life. 
<laughs> well, I what? Because should I go? Using, All right, I should, I can say the story first, or I can preface it first. <laughs> you're using his like gay slang. He's living his best life. Oh, I mean, we, I say best life. Should I not say best life? No, I don't. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's just funny it is, yeah, 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 when yeah. you say he came out of the closet and now he's slaying. Right? Yeah, no, I didn't say slaying. That's what it okay, you're right. Like I, all right, all right. I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just you. He's li- he's he's being himself. He's you know? being a hundred percent himself, he's, and he's not doing any like he's not putting on a. He is not faking anything. That really. must it must be so hard Which, to have to keep that in for years and years. Yes, and then like. Like yeah, it's he's completely so let go of it, which is refreshing. amazing. Yes. Yeah, and I'm very happy for him. And Me I'm too. like, it's which is beautiful. Don't know, I'm happy for him. But he came to visit me last week, and on the way over on the LIRR from Fire Island, he oh, hooked okay. up with a porn star, <laughs> and then we were talking. And what Pete do you David mean he hooked up with a porn star. He fooled around with a porn star in the bathroom. Did they know each other before the ride? I think so. Yeah, but not. A ton. I think they had like connected. I guess on Fire Island or whatever. They're taking the train back, and he whatever. And then they hooked up on the train in the bathroom on the train. Yeah, in the bathroom on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sex, but other things. Wow. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I don't want to spill up over. He gave me the details, but I don't need to give all the details. Okay. A full hookup situation. Okay. Uh. But anyways, he does that, and then we're talking about. Whatever, Pop, Pete Davidson came up somehow, and he goes, wait, who's Pete Davidson again? Mm-hmm. And I thought he was fucking with me. And I'm like, wait, you don't know? And then he gets, like, he felt bad. He was like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, should I know who that is? Like, did I offend? He's like, is that, like, a big person? Like, should I know them? And I'm like, oh, no, they're just, like, he's just in the news constantly. Like, it just blew my mind that he had no idea who Pete Davidson was. You know what? And I'm like, wow, he really is living a better life than I anyone I know. so beautiful. I know. I was like, can't wait to tell you, because I'm like... This is a dream life. You don't know who Pete Davidson is, and you just hooked up with a porn star on the way, on the train ride over. Like, what? Whose life is better than yours that I even know? Because, but it's also nice for me as someone that that's, does entertainment. Yeah, on the exactly. Micro, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you put so much importance on like, will you be remembered? Will people know you? Like, there's all this lore that people go into entertainment with that idea. Yeah. To hear that, like the most famous person in the world, people just don't even fucking know or care about. Yeah. It's so a breath of fresh air because then you just get to care about the people that do care about you. A hundred percent. And then you just get to care about putting out what you want to be putting out, not putting out what the world look like. So you have all these extravagant things. It doesn't matter. No. You're going to be forgotten. Yes. 100%. I love Chris Farr so much absolutely and i'm at the age where i hook up with girls who have no idea who he is people who are and if three to my five heart, years younger than us don't know who he is you don't gotta tell me which is wild yeah any 25 to 28 no one knows who that he is that's wild yeah and i that is fine because he was older than like he was uh like a little bit older than maves but he was like passed down you yeah, know yeah yeah and I loved him so much. Yeah. And to I at first it would make me upset, but now I feel peace about it. Yes. Because it makes me feel like it doesn't matter. No. I might as well just do everything that I enjoy. Absolutely. I might as well just like be this man so I could soak in all the enjoyment and fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. I know, but like It's just when, like how many people can you make laugh? Like to me it's when like When you're a kid that you want to you think you yeah, but like this lore, this idea in your head of like who you want to become. Yeah, I think the motivation 
should never come from that. Like, I want everyone to know my name and shit. It's like, I want to make as many people as possible laugh. I want to make as many people as possible feel good, which I think when that's what you're motivated by, then you kind of always do. But you can't. I, I, I want to do this when I was a child. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you're like, I want to be like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You I just know? see him. You're like, he's so funny. I love the way he makes me feel. I want to make other people feel that way. Yes. I think that's what it would come down to. Or like, look how fun his job looks. Like, that's another re- thing it that it is. It was never how fun his job looked. Yeah, I mean, like, I yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I never I guess you don't think of it him, like that. I never yeah. saw him and was like, wow, um, wow, look how... Um, I'm sure on set he's having a good no, time. No, not like that, but like. But he that's gets what to his go, job is. Yeah, I guess. All right, yeah, you're right. I'm not. Th- you know, you're not thinking about the set. No, right? yeah. You're like, I, I want to go and scream and make people laugh what and be I crazy. Would, what I would think is, look how the other people around watching him like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I would think. Yeah. You know, and I think that they're not knowing him. I've found beautiful peace around that, and not knowing Pete is a beautiful peace. I was life. like, this is you must be living so because. To not know Pete, you must be not. You're not following the Kardashian news. You're not following Kanye news. You're not following SNL news. You're not following new TV shows. You're not following movies. You're not like you're just not following so many things. I'm like, wow. Who is following? Whoever gay porn stars into the band. Exactly, and that's a dream. That is like imagine a life where I'm hooking up with a porn star that I'm attracted to, and I don't know who Pete Davidson is. I can't even fathom that. But I'm like, I bet I'd be happier. And I was so happy for my friend. I'm like, you're living who you want to be. And that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. But, like, if Pete Davidson comes up to him and is an asshole, then he'd be like, oh, that guy was an asshole. You know what I mean? It's like, why not just be fucking nice? Uh, Which is what I would say. But I ruined the friendship recently. Okay. What happened? Ruined. Ruined the friendship. Someone came over. And they wanted to get high with me. All right. I love them. They're one of my best friends. I said, absolutely. I give them a gummy that I get some from some willy-nilly Brooklyn backpack uh, on a bicycle person. Like a fruit roll-up. They're like, this is gummies. 45 minutes into it, we're high as balls. They look at me. They go, is this vegan? <laughs> I say, I don't know. They say, well, it better be. My parents own an animal sanctuary. <laughs> They said, excuse me. They said, yes, my parents own an animal sanctuary, and I've been vegan my entire life. Okay. I look at the thing. It was milk chocolate. <laughs> this is on them. It was milk chocolate. Okay, it was a milk chocolate, Willie. No. <gasps> it was milk chocolate. They said, how dare you get me high with animal products? Okay. How dare you? Put inside of me something from God's green earth, the greenest of God's earth. Okay. Along with parts of beings. I didn't look to get, I didn't look to experience some good vibes. So ants and other insects could die. So cows would have to give their milk. I now have gummies. So it was friendship ended on the spot. Stood up, spat in my face. Spat the the spat in my forty five minutes in. Forty five minutes in, they completely collapsed. They cried on my couch. Okay, I said it's okay, it's okay. They pushed me off of them. He stood up. He spat in my face. I opened my mouth and caught my the spit in my mouth. And he said, "Don't you dare eat me. That's not vegan." Okay, (laughs) he said, "Eating another man's spit is that vegan or not? I don't know." Can, can you spit in a vegan's mouth? I don't know. Can I you think, spit? I think you can. It depends if they swallow. 
I think you're good oh, no matter what. No, yeah, I got to do research. Can you spit in a vegan's mouth? I have no idea. I guess it depends if they swallow the spit or not, right? Because if they swallow a spit, that is animal product. It, yeah, I think it's good, though. But I'll tell you this. You can't give them good vibe gummies, okay? I call my friend up. I go, listen, I know I gave you non-vegan food. I know your parents run an animal sanctuary. I know that every year you go to Africa and you hunt poachers. <laughs> But listen to me, I finally got some gummies. I'll give you some good vibes that are no animal products at all. And they go, you swallowed my spit. I go, yes, but I don't consider you an animal. I consider you a friend. Okay. We became brothers in that moment. So you offered them good vibe gummies. Sunset they came Lake, to my CBD. house. Me and them spat each other's mouths all night long while jerking off. <laughs> the vibes have never been better. Okay. Use promo code LOUD, L-O-U-D, <laughs> vibe get gummies. Some good vibe gummies from, from Sunset Lake CBD. They're 30 milligram CBD, 3 milligram THC, and they are fully 100% vegan. Good vibe gummies. They're incredible. Promo code LOUD, L-O-U-D. Sure. Yeah. I mean, kindness. Nice. Nicest is important in some careers, but not all. Yeah. There's one career where being nice is all the time is not good. Okay. And I'll tell you that career right now. Reviewing foods on TikTok. Uh, if you are, there's a specific couple I'm thinking about. Okay. That annoyed the crap out of me. Yeah. Every single place they go is the best place they've ever been. Okay. If you're a food reviewer online and you've liked every place you've gone, I trust nothing you say. Yeah. I trust zero that you say. Yeah. I need you to throw one place under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need one. Or if if you threw one place under the bus, every other place I know. would seem better. I know. Like like we need honesty in that moment. A hundred percent. And there's a lot of people online and there's it's Devour. Do you know Devour? Uh, I think I've seen them. Yeah, I did see. Yeah, because you, you follow them on TikTok. So, and I saw them on the TikTok yesterday. And so they just go every place they go. They just rave. Why do you follow them? Why do I follow <laughs> You <laughs> torment yourself. I'm on TikTok. Cornflakes are giving you low chest. Yeah. Oh, this crispy pizza is the best in the world. Yeah, like, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I'm like, why are we following these people? I can't stand them. They're not. They're in Bay Ridge. They're not from the city. Like, what? They're not from New York. Yeah. All they do is go around New York and say every place they go is the best ever. Okay. And there's, they do, there's this trend that I hate that when people show sandwiches on TikTok, okay. the bun is in the shape of a V. Okay. So all the stuff looks like it's oozing out so you can see everything. Uh, yeah. No one eats a sandwich like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one, and they'll take a bite of the sandwich like that. Yeah. Nobody eats a sandwich like that. Yeah. You know how we eat a sandwich? We close it. We try yeah, to we try sure. to keep it as tight as we can. And you want to see what the right before you take the bite. That's what you want to see what it looks like. I want to see after the bite. Oh, after the bite. So then you can see the inside. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. need the first bite. Yeah. I don't need the V. Everyone's people are so sick. They're not even cutting the the roll in half. Anymore. Oh, interesting. They're not even cutting the roll in half. That's why. That's I weird. got a sandwich the other day. They I mean, didn't it cut the roll in half so I could see all the turkey oozing out of it. Close the fucking sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, these places are catering to social media and shit. But I'm not. My no, tummy's no, I know, not. I know. My tummy doesn't cater to social media. It's almost to the point where. They think I'm going to take a picture of it? Yeah, no, yeah. Cut my fucking bun open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's certain. 
like Italian American influencers will say that go they do this shit and to me it's almost to the point I was talking about this yesterday where like if they go there these food reviewers they're always going to do this it more seems like oh this place needs business so they paid influencers to come it almost has the opposite effect on me it's like oh they paid this group to come because they always review it positively they put together a video yep. and it's like oh like especially these random Italian like restaurants in the in the suburbs that people are going to, and then they're hyping them up. It, make, it almost makes me want to go less. I know. It's I like know. oh, business must be like not business doing the bad. yeah, or so, like they need a boost or something like that. They're like or we got to spend that. Our... Just graduated college, and this is his marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's another one. Or that, their son. That's always didn't funny. Get a job, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden now he's in charge of marketing for the for the family yeah. business. <laughs> When the Italian Americans have a succession moment and it has to go to the new generation, yeah, no. some of the new generation they don't really know what they're doing. Some of them uh, have good ideas. No, those Newports went straight but, to their head. They're dizzy from Newports with these I stupid know. ass ideas. I know, and it's funny. Like, if you go to college, you're like, I'm getting my marketing degree, like the whole thing, and then all year, all their classes is just through the lens of like, how can I make my dad's pizza shop? Like, you're going to marketing one on one, finance one on one, all these classes, and yeah. it's just like. I'm going to use this at my dad's pizza shop. And then they come out and have bad ideas. It's like, damn, what a waste of $100,000 to like, I get it. You want to invest in the business, but sure, it is, uh, it is funny. I also don't need people to be taking pictures of cheese pulls either. Uh, I don't need the cheese pull no more. Okay. Can we retire the cheese pull? I uh I guess so. I don't know. I, don't I haven't need, seen a lot of it. You've never seen a bacon, egg, and cheese and someone like shows you how far the cheese pulls? I guess I've seen I'm not seeing them a lot, but it's it's I can imagine it's a trend, like an ASMR trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizza and seeing the cheese yeah, pulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nightmare for me. You're done with that. I want I want cut the pizza good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut the pizza good so there's no pull. It's annoying. That's kinda it gives you a weird feeling of like I wish I could just fucking that's kinda why I guess people like to do it. No, people go, oh, it's so cheesy. It's so uh, oozing cheese. The cheese yeah. is so melty. Yeah. No, when there was cheese pulling from my pizza as a child and I would pull it up, me and my sisters would argue who gets what slice because one slice got fucked for cheese. Yeah. Uh, one for sure. You got to get the cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. one slice had yeah, less cheese. Yeah, absolutely. So what does a cheese pull remind me of? Not of a delicious pizza. It reminds me of fighting with my family over who gets the cheesy slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of war. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so these people are out here showing me trauma that <laughs> I experienced. Okay? We would go to Rossville Pizza and they wouldn't cut through it all the time. And we would do a cheese pull. Eyes dart across the table. Silence fills the kitchen table. Damn, I would, I would. My eat... mother grabs it. Really? She goes, "I'm taking that one." Oh wow, she's the queen. My father comes home. Yeah. She goes, "Never mind, the man is home." <laughs> <laughs> and there I, I am, incredible. basically eating focaccia bread, thin no, focaccia no bread shot. with no cheese on it. No, I. It is the worst. Like sometimes you'll get a half. Like half of the fucking slice doesn't have cheese. That would be the worst. Uh, but on the contrary of what you're kind of saying, Dave Portnoy has gone to 3,000 pizza shops in his life at this point. He reviews pizza every single day. I think the highest score that he's ever given a pizzeria is 9.4, 9.5. It's like, bro, you, you got to give one place a 10. There's 10s. There's 10 slices of pizza. There's a slice of pizza that's a 10 out of 10, 
Like, life is too short to be like, oh, 9.4 is the greatest slice of pizza in America. He goes all across America. Like, enjoy what it's cheese, bread, and mozzarella. Like, this is the story of we need to allow 10 slices of pizza. He's just in search for the best slice. Sure. And you know what's going to be sad? He's probably already had the best. That's what I'm saying. And it will pass him by. But I think maybe for him, the hope that there is a slice better than the one he has is keeping him moving forward. That's or the hundreds of millions of dollars that he's making. Or, but like, which just is keeping Dave Why can't we have going? ten spots that are a ten out of ten? You know what I mean? Like, why we can have a ten out of ten? This is. Well, I got hundreds. You get hundreds on paper. Like it's okay. Things can be a ten out of ten. Like life is too short to have that best slice of pizza. You go to three thousand spots, be a nine point four. What are you, the worst English teacher ever? Like, relax, man. This is. Well, this is why you need to start reviewing pizzas. This I would. I would give places a ten. There's at least five or six spots in New York City that I'm like, this is as good as it gets. We could give it a ten. This you know is, what I mean? Like he, he he's keeping hope alive for future. Even for who? He's had it. Yeah. What? He, I, I also. His What's the worst? You give it a ten, and then another spot comes along that's better. He's never even gone above nine point five. Like, this is life. wild. I know it is a sad life to me. Because at a certain point, you have to realize you hit a point where you go, "Wow, I've probably had my best slice of pizza." That's what I'm saying. I've probably experienced my best slice. Just give it a 10, Dave. It's okay. People that are out there, it's okay to give things a 10 out of 10. And then if something comes along that's better, that's okay also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, from engineering school. Okay. Recording engineering school. I don't know if this is going to be good. I'm going to talk about grading on a curve. Oh, okay, 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 okay. From engineering school, I would take a lot of tests. Yeah. And these tests were insane. People will get, I remember getting a nine on a test. Nine out of 100. Nine out of 100. Okay. And the highest score was like a 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one, looking back, we were going to build buildings and create wiring and we were getting 24 out of 100 on a test. <laughs> yeah. We really were so far away. These are the yeah. buildings that you're in. I went to engineering school for three years and kids were getting single digits on tests. Know that when you get in an elevator. Yeah, yeah. Know that when you're on an escalator and you're going up. Know that when you're on the 100th floor of a building. Yeah, that's wild. Do not trust. Yeah. I, I... Remember the man that built this building, the woman that built this building... Skip the test because they beer bong too many times the night before. <laughs> For one sure. Time. But like, do they people are what? people ever able to get are like the best engineers in the world able to get 99s on these tests? There was. Well, here's the thing. OK. Nines, 24s. There was one boy. He was an exchange student. He came here. I forget where he was from exactly. OK. And he would get 100 on every test. Holy shit. And people were pulling single digits. It would be like, this kid, 100. Next score, 17. Wow. So people are getting hundreds. But it f fucked everyone else. Yeah. It ruined everyone else. And we'd say, can we, do the, can we do this on a curve? And they would say no. But here was the thing. That boy already went to engineering school and was doing it a second time around in America. Uh, yeah, that's not fair. It's not fair. No. And I remember... Thinking this isn't fair. Yeah, that's definitely not fair. Why can't we grade on a? a, a why can't we, he be excluded from the curve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because we're all going to get Fs. Yeah, that's what happened, I would imagine. <laughs> stuff had to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff because oh, everyone's failed. Everyone, yeah. yeah they yeah, can't yeah. have, wow, every electrical engineer failed sophomore year <laughs> at Manhattan College. <laughs> that's a bad look for prospective freshmen. That, that's a bad look for the teacher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. It's not even the students at that point. It's the teacher. Definitely. And I remember thinking, like, so angry at this one person that got 100. I'll be so angry at him. And then I realized it wasn't his fault. Teacher's fault. It's the teacher's fault. Yes. So if you're ang- – if he doesn't want to give because he doesn't want someone to hold that throne. Yeah. Because he's worried like, oh, people will be like, fuck that place. Fuck that place. No. People aren't going to judge that place harder. They're only going to judge you, Dave. Yeah. You're the one giving the grades. Go up to 9.9 at least. What are we doing? <laughs> what are you so afraid of? Love shit. But, yeah, wild. It's hard to love shit. It is hard to love shit. Engineering school, god damn it. I am so happy I'm not there. That's a place I would never want to go revisit again. I can only imagine. I told you about the one time I took acid and I showed up. Yeah, yeah. To engineering to class. Yeah, yeah. So me and my friends, we get acid. And we get that good, we get that Bronx acid, you know? Okay. We have no idea what's in it. Okay. <laughs> We take it. Nothing happens. We call the guy up. We go, we took the acid. Nothing happens. He goes, I got you next Thursday. Right? We took it on a Saturday. The guy goes, I'll come through next Thursday. I'll hook you up with some nice tamps. This is an insane move already. What do you mean? Guy gives you drugs. They do nothing. You're like, we got to go back to him <laughs> to get more drugs. Well, you're cool. Yeah. Like, you're cool. You're cool. You get pissed I off. I would find a new dealer. Nah, you got, you're fighting for find that $10. Somebody new. He might just put who knows what. He's like, all right, I got to find a way to get these people buzzed somehow. We call him back. He goes, I got you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bad batch. We got you. Okay. He comes through. He gives us a, he go, he hooks us up for free then. He gives us a couple tabs. He goes, yeah, this is rightfully good. so. This is good, right? I go, beautiful. Me and my two friends. We take the acid to the moon. Okay. To the moon. Good acid. Robbie, I sat on the top of the Joker stairs watching the sunrise. Before they were the Joker stairs. Before they, I was the original Joker laughing my ass off watching the sunrise. On acid. Smiling in the Bronx. In 2012. (laughs) Looking at the moon, right? Amazing. Looking at the moon turn into a sun. It was beautiful. And we go back, we're hanging out, and I'm having this whole existential crisis then that I'm not taking engineering school seriously enough as I'm on acid. I go, Friday morning, I I normally have a class at 9 a.m. I need to go to that class. I guess because we complained about the acid the first time, the guy made the acid as strong as possible. Okay. (laughs) He made it as strong as possible. I'm still tripping balls. I show up to engineering class, and I went to a school where the engineering classes were 10, 15 kids in a class. There were small classrooms. We were sitting in the class. The teacher goes, oh, actually, um, we're going to switch from this classroom to the other classroom. Let's walk down the hall to the other classroom, right? We needed a projector or something. As we're walking down the hallway, it's a quiet hallway in a building, I turn to my friend, and I go, I took acid last night. I'm still tripping balls. <laughs> Loud. And he goes to me. He goes, you just screamed that. <laughs> he looks at me. You just screamed that. And the teacher turns around and goes, well, we're here. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> I've never participated more in a class. Oh, no. you participated? I was on the board, filling out math answers. I finally understood logic. Oh, really? You were doing well in the class? Tremendous. Oh, wow. This was my best class. Yeah. I was. This was about like, uh, ends nor or gates. It was about like uh, actual like circuits and shit like that. Oh wow! I was at this class. I was crushing. You know? Oh, amazing! And I was finally hitting it. Next week, the teacher shows up, gives everyone a tab of acid. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you can fix the Brooklyn Bridge on acid. Finally, yeah. we all got a hundred. Yeah. The kid that does the exchange yeah. student finally, we finally got his secret. He was all tripping yeah. on acid the entire time that he was there, just tripping balls. And then we all did. And that's, I, I, and then I dropped out of engineering school. Yeah. Shortly after, <laughs> you hit your peak. I, I peaked. You knew you would never top it. I peaked at engineer. I, when I was on acid solving problems on the board, I knew I could not top that. Yeah. That that's was, interesting. That was the best I ever did. There's nothing to prepare you for engineering school as a 17-year-old. Engineering school is hard. There was nothing. <laughs> I remember kids that would, like the first few weeks of school, and the reality would set in of what their next four to five years would look like. Because in my school, it was a five-year program. And then some mm. kids would be like extremely smart in undergrad or not undergrad in like high school or whatever and they'd be like i'm gonna do it in four years and just like that real is like realization of like it, you can't do it in four years wow. <laughs> like it's nearly impossible to do it in four years and just how hard it was it really weighed on people it was ridiculous even kids that would finish in four and a half i'm like that's really hard it was like um it was like hard because because you were just constantly studying. It's a, it's like a varsity sport. They would literally give you the problems that were going to be on the test. Yeah. And I would try to memorize how to do them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, they literally wanted you to cheat in every possible way. All our tests were open book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah. every way. <laughs> and you're they, getting a nine. <laughs> and we're getting nines. Yeah. <laughs> we would do. I, I had to take every single math. No, I know. It's really hard. I, when math it's really, becomes really hard, there's a point <laughs> where math becomes writing paragraphs. Yes, it's like theorems and shit like that. Yeah, and once you have to start writing, and there are no numbers in math. Yes, reality changes. Yeah, reality. It's just it's it's a different sport. It goes from t. You realize, oh, calculus was t-ball. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Finally, someone's fucking pitching at me. <laughs> yeah. And I have to be so controlled that I know exactly what I'm doing with the differential equations. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It's hard. I'm it's happy. It's even... one, two, and three. Yeah, that's why. My cousin went to school to be a physics teacher. And it took him five years. And, like, my brother went to Notre Dame to do business. I, like, always did well and finished in four years to do business and had, like, a whatever job out of college. And it would be like, oh... He took him five years. I'm like, he's doing the hardest shit out of anyone in this. Like, we are not even just as a physics teacher. Like, this attitude needs to change. And I would stick up for him and be like, he is doing like Can I also high, really level shit. Whereas I was doing gym class. I, I was doing the easiest shit you could do. No offense to you. Yeah. He went to college. You didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, if, I always say that. If you go to college for like math or science or like stuff like that, 100%. you really go to college. You're like in the library. You're like having to learn. If you miss one week of class, you are screwed for the rest of the semester. 100%. Because everything is compounding on top of each other. If you miss one week of, I don't know, uh, 
music through the Renaissance, you're not gonna be like, wait, no. yeah. wait, I, I missed the Chopin lesson. I'm fucked. What's happened? This Baroque era. You know, like, I took the wildest class, like, like you easy know, school. When but, I switched to com communications yeah. from engineering, I literally orgasmed every day. It's it's it you can't even compare. One one thing I did. I, one thing I did. Uh, I had to make a fake news report. I just did the many faces of Sebastian. Yeah, and I go, oh, we're gonna go to. Uh, uh, silly Sebastian for the news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the weather. Uh oh, we got sad Sebastian in sports. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 22, 21 years old right now, pretending to be different types of me. You probably got a hundred. A. Yeah. Easy. Easy A. The easiest A ever. hundred percent. It was absurd. No, uh, business. The, I. Uh, the thing is, guys that go to business school, they almost try to protect it of like. Because this prestige or this esteem, and maybe you get to a point where you're doing calculus, I would say, is maybe the farthest advanced math that you're doing. But even then, you're doing sure. very little calculus. You're doing vocabulary tests and applied algebra almost everywhere you go. Yeah. And it's just funny to me, like, guys that go to business school love to pretend like they had a tough college experience. Like, no, you didn't. Just because you got a good job out of college does not necessarily mean that you had to do this, like, difficult learning process. It is interesting, people that hold like gatekeep something because they I know, know like, what the the, we know it's the truth. Easy, let's just call it what it is. If we know the truth, yeah, people will think less of them because their ego think. is so tied to it. But it's like, no, the guy who's trying to teach physics or any engineer or this shit is significantly harder than what we're and doing. Like, can people, we please? Some people's brains work better for that. You know, sure, what I mean? yeah, much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but. I think that going to school for one of those things is not a waste of money. For what? Um, like a, a applied science or math or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. I would say if I was to be like, oh, I'm going to go to school for uh, communications uh, as a freshman, I would just say I'm going to skip. Yeah. I would say I'm going to skip. Yeah, It yeah. was a beautiful time in my life. I got to party a ton. Yes, no. But. It's like if you want. If, it's like if you go to a feeder school, like if, say I want a job at HBO, it's like my school, HBO recruits at my school. Great. I just go, I go through the motions, I pay $100,000 and I get a job at HBO when I graduate. But no one has foresight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not thinking about that. But that's kind of what, it, it's like you got to go through the motions, you get to party, hopefully you make some friends and that's kind of what the college experience is. But you're not, look, come on, we can learn this on YouTube. A lot of it is like vocabulary. You know, I downloaded MIT courses during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've said because that. Because I, I want to better myself. I was yeah. thinking, I was looking at uh, a YouTube series of courses to learn about like um, civilizations and stuff like that. Which is it, which is nice. It was nice. I want to learn about The more stuff. you know. The more I know because as you, yeah, it's good to know stuff. Yeah, it's always, it makes you a little interesting. It's good yeah. to bring stuff up. I told you that there was one thing. Before a date, one of my favorite things to do is read an article and bring it up during the date. I think that's good. Not mansplaining, not trying to explain. Just be like, I've read something interesting that has nothing to do with pop culture, that has nothing to do with current like AI or science like that. Just something that you found interesting. Yes. Like, oh, there was this... Um, uh, they found like the first coins that they were using through cave people, like something along those. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just something that's a little bit interesting. Yes, a little juicy. Yeah. And then when when the girl goes, "Oh, do you read a lot about that stuff?" I go, "No, I like to read something to bring to, so I have something interesting to talk about." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good move. And you know what? Me saying that shows them how important I think this date is. Well, because you put time and effort into it. I, put, I don't make you a plan a little bit. I, I, oh, you I, don't put you. You know how to make a reservation. <laughs> 
You but, have. But I, I, I always Google a fact. That's good. I think I that's a very good thing. Show up with the fact. Yes, I think that's good. If you don't show up with, if you don't have something to talk about, you gotta have three to five things. Oh God! And I don't care if that fact's about your family. Yes. I don't care if that fact's about your family. It could be anything. Yeah. You know what I learned? What? How expensive it costs to have, um, a locksmith come fix your door. Oh yeah, it's one of the biggest rackets in New York City. Not, it's expensive. I, Almost every single locksmith in New York City has a one-star review, and I'm pretty sure not to be what, but mostly Russian. I'll let me tell you this. I'm pretty sure that's like the stereotypical locksmith in New York. Bad we, review, expensive Russian. We. Someone needs to get their hands into this locksmith business yeah. because they are ripping people off left and right. Yeah. The amount of labor and job that they do is minuscule compared to the rate that they yeah, charge. Yeah, but the level of importance is what has the chokehold. They know they're getting a person at one of their lowest moments. And yes. you know what they say? I'm going to charge you for being low. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to charge you for being at a low moment in your life. Yes. They take advantage of people at these low moments. Yes, which... Is interesting because I would imagine a lot of these guys are from the city or like have been in the city for a long time. And a lot of people, it's like, all right, they don't care about, they're not their community. No. These are just people people that have come and go. And it's like, how can we nickel and dime them back to even, I guess. When I was a kid, I would lose my keys a lot. I don't lose my keys anymore. Okay. When I was a kid, I, I used to lose my keys a lot. Okay. Do you still have my house keys at your house? I do. Haven't lost them. I was thinking about that the other day. I could bring them back if you no, want. No, no, keep them, keep them, keep them. Yeah. In case of anything. Okay. When I was a kid, I would lose my keys a lot. And my mom would do this. Every time I lose my keys, she'd go, well, now I got to change the locks for the entire house. Now I got to change the entire house. We got to get new locks for. That's always the... The, the threat, threat. But I, it's, has it ever happened? Never once. Yeah, same. My mom, she's got... I would, like, lose it at, like... At school or something, or I would yeah. like, or I would go to a concert and I drop my keys. I come home without my keys. Mom, what do you think that someone from Long Island that I was at a concert is gonna find my keys and go? I'm gonna search every house in Staten Island in the to five find boroughs. out in the five boroughs <laughs> to find out whose house this is. And then when I get in, I'm gonna murder them all. <laughs> and my mom did this at a certain point. Okay. I lost my keys so much, and I was getting high so often. She took my keys away from me, which is the smartest move she ever did. Yes. Because every time I went home, I had to ring the doorbell. Uh, to, to be 16 years old, 17 years old, and have to ring the doorbell to get into your own house is a power move from the parents. Yes. <laughs> because she would walk down the steps. And no matter what I looked like, questions were happening. Uh, what And did you have a curfew then? Nah. Oh, so you could come home 2 a.m.? She would tell me, like, random nights. It was based on the nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was based on the nights. Okay. Like, you have to come home by this time. Yes, given the event that you were going to. Giving, That's nice. There were certain events I was allowed to stay out late. Yes. Certain events I had to be home early. How did you – I and, lost my keys a lot as a kid, too. How did you fix it? She would make me new ones. No, like how, how? How did you? You don't lose your keys anymore. I'm a grown ass man who yeah. doesn't get high all the time and dr- get. I guess I haven't lost drunk. my keys that much. When was the last time you saw me high, blackout, drunk, stumbling down the streets? And that's when you would lose your keys. Yeah. What are we talking <laughs> here? I'm a grown man. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. if I get a little buzz, I, I'll you, keep my keys in my pockets. 
What True. Do t- how do I? You One know time, how I don't lose my keys? How? I put them on a damn ring, Robbie. That's true. Robbie keeps his keys loose in his wallet. I have one Show key them the key. loose in my wallet. <laughs> Show them the key. I haven't lost this key in uh, over a year. But I will say this. I'm a little this nervous. This is psychopathic. This is the, my this old is the apartment, biggest red flag I've ever seen. This is wild. I know. My old apartment, I lost my keys 4th of July weekend four out of five years in a row. To the point where I was like, I'm just cursed during 4th of July weekend. You're not cursed. What? I don't believe in cursed. Okay. I believe in that you're flawed. I'm flawed. I don't believe in curses. I'm flawed. I was flawed, and it would just happen to be 4th of July weekend, a weekend when nobody is in the city that had my spare keys. And you would have to call I would have to do. I never ended up having to call, but I went to Jersey one time to get them. I was never going to call a locksmith. Because it's a scam. It's a locks- one of the biggest scams in New York City. It's one of the biggest scams in New York City. Yes, is a locksmith. especially if it's off hours, because their twenty-four the hour 24 locksmiths hour. exist. But those twenty-four hour locksmiths will be showing up with a Rolex and a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Hello, you need to get into your apartment. Okay, how exactly. about this? Four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why for labor? Okay, agreed. You are in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. It takes two seconds. It takes two seconds. Yeah, it is, it is a, one of the scammest business in New York City. I'm going to buy a tool that the locksmith has. I'm going to charge $100. Venmo. Cash at me. I, it must be you can't, anyone just can't buy it. Nah. It, um, there, it has to be gate kept yeah, in a secret who, society. Who? Like a medallion, how the, the, the cab the drivers cat, have. Yeah. yeah. But Uber came along. Yes. What? Genius is gonna come along and disrupt the <laughs> and disrupt the infrastructure of locksmiths. Yeah, I don't know. We need to take them down from the people. Yes, yes, and I do agree. Locksmiths are working class people. Yes, at one time, now they run New York City. <laughs> they are part of the elite. I just want in on their business, baby. I think you have to be born in New York in order to become a locksmith. Maybe that is a good rule. They. Run New York City yes. locksmiths. Yeah, when they see how many kids get accepted into NYU every year, they just see dollar signs. Yeah, definitely. They <laughs> just see as soon as someone moves off campus, it's just money in their pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Except for the douchebag boys that'll sleep outside. Yeah, not a lot of people. A lot of NYU kids. The parents have. That's a parent's expense. So it's like, Ooh. where you got to charge these rich parents? Did you ever meet a kid that that had their a parent's credit card at college? Okay. Like they they had a credit card and their parents paid for it? And they could just do whatever they wanted. I remember one time I got high with this gr- new group of people in college. And one of the kids had his parent's credit card. And we went to the deli after we got high. And as when I was in college, I would do the Sebastian special if I was high at the deli. Okay. A bag of cheese doodles and an Arnold Palmer. Two dollars. Oh, nice. Good $2. Sebastian special. That was a Sebastian special. Yes. It was a ten minute walk to the deli. We get an Arnold Palmer and we get a, a bag of Cheetos or something. You know? Yes. Two dollars. I went in and I didn't even have two dollars. I, w- I was like living college like that. You know? Oh wow. Yeah. Some days I, I was like, I have no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in and they go, Do you want anything? I was like, nah, nah, nah. He goes, No, get whatever you want. And then show me his Amex. Oh wow. We went back. And we turned his room into Willy Wonka's chocolate. Oh factory. my! God, it that's was so fun. So fun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I remember I saw that, and I got a little too desperate to be a part of that group. Okay. Because <laughs> I was always trying to hang out with the rich kids. Yeah. 
They just knew. They knew? And they were they, they didn't let you back in? And that rich kid. Okay. His dad was a locksmith. His dad was a locksmith? <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. He was from the New York? New York, Russian. Oh, really? He must, that might have been a locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> he had locksmith money at the bodega. Robbie? What's up? The podcast doesn't work out. We know what we got to do. We get in the locksmith business? Yeah, maybe if the podcast grows, that's one of our first uh, first in- investments. investments. <laughs> yeah, we open a locksmith. Canelli and Son. Canelli and Son. Would you open a business with me called Canelli and Son? I don't care about that. I don't have as much of an ego attached to things as you. What? I don't need to be Mr. Wolverine, Canelli and Son. How does that sound? Look good. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. I don't think I... <laughs> it is every guy on Staten Island's dream is to get a van and wrap it in uh, a business name that is his last name. Oh, yeah. Canelli's HVAC. Canelli. That's how you know you made it on Staten Island. De Ferranti and yeah, Son. Yeah, exactly. And, son. and his son just snorting perks yeah. nonstop. And he's just like, get it together. You yes. got your life in front of you. Yes. Oh, you already got the van, bro. Yeah, exactly. And the son gets arrested for perks exactly. every single weekend. It's like, listen to me. You know, Dom, Dominique. Dominic, come here. If you keep fucking up, I'm not going to give you the family business, yes. okay? What do we do? We go. And we clean out sewer drains, okay? <laughs> we pow- we power wash sides of homes, yes, okay? Exactly. And you getting arrested for Xanax every weekend. It's not gonna do no you no good. I'm gonna have you on the roof knowing that you snorted a perk dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you have so much to live for. It's like, <laughs> do I? <laughs> also the band is the last thing to go. Uh, that guy's life it starts to crumble, the house will go first, the wife, everything. The van is the last thing to go. He'll live in that van. I love that. Yeah. Because that was his prized possession. That's it. That's one of the... You can't help where you're from, Sebastian. we got to get a decal for my car. You want a decal? Canelli and Son? Something. <laughs> People already know what my car looks like, so yes. we might as well just throw a decal Just wrap it. it. Yeah. Wrap it with Let's something. I'm not opposed. You should do it. We should get something. You should get a wrap, wrap the car. Why not? I mean, my car's only got a couple more yeah, years. Exactly. It's max. We might as well go ham you with the car. You get money signs just to wrap it. Oh, it is a dream of most Island dents, men to wrap their car. Dents and scrapes all along yeah, the for side. Sure. Let's throw $1,000 on a wrap for my yeah, car. I'm not opposed. That would be incredible. Loud about nothing, man. Or uh, car. That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be funny. The amount of girls that have... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, That have enjoyed that ride. Enjoyed that ride. Um, Beautiful, Robbie. Um, Anyways, shout out to our guy. Ian Tongi, he won American Idol last night. Shout out to our guy. Huge shout out. Our other guy. No surprise. No, I mean, yeah. No surprise. From the second you saw him sing, it's, yeah, no surprise. He's the GOAT. It made me very happy to see that he won. I hope yeah. that he has a beautiful, beautiful moment enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes um, when something really nice happens to me, I'll say to myself, Sebastian, soak in this moment. You need to. Or I'll say, th- I'll go, this moment is forever. I'll close my eyes and I'll say, this moment is forever. That's good. Because every moment is forever. That is good. I think that's a beautiful practice that you do with yourself. I do. Thank yeah, you so much. You need to – I try to do that too. You take mental moments because they don't last – like they, they don't last forever unless you do something like that. Yep. That's when they do start to last forever. And you make fun of me. I like to take a picture sometimes just to like remember because then I could help get myself maybe back into that. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this was a nice little moment that I had. Nice. Um, But that is good. I hope he enjoys it and I'm sure he'll have a beautiful uh, career. I'm excited to see what's what's more to come. That's very exciting. Um, yeah. Beautiful. All right. Uh, everyone out there, please keep um, 
uh, sharing the clips. Keep watching the YouTube. Like those videos. Comment if you want. Um, we love reading those comments. Um, if uh, anything else that we need to plug? No, the YouTube. Keep listening to the podcast. Tell a friend about the podcast. And yeah, we appreciate you guys a lot. All right, Robbie, hit the music. <laughs>